Shabbos, Parshas Ki um, continues in the theme of Devarim with a lot of mitzvos, a lot of mitzvos in these parshios. Um, and it talks about who you can marry, who you can't marry. And in Parshas Ki Seitze, Perichav Gimel, Pasuk Dalit, it tells us, Lo yavo amoni umoavi bekal Hashem, that no Amon or Moav uh, person, and the Gemara talks about if it applies to women or not, but no person from Amon or Moav can enter Kahal Hashem, can enter the Jewish people, the congregation of Hashem, Gam Dora Siri, even the 10th generation. Lo yavo lahem bekal Hashem ad olam. Never. They can never be allowed in. Al-Devar, why? So the Torah tells us. Al-Devar, asher lo kidmu eschem belechem uvamayim. When we were passing through, they didn't come out with bread and with water. Baderech betzeschem yimitrayim. When we were leaving Mitzrayim. Vasher sachar alecha es bilam ben ba'or. And on top of that, they hired bilam ben ba'or. Aram narayim lekal to curse us. So this is pretty bad. They hired someone to curse us. Absolutely. Um, that's a big deal. They also didn't give us bread and water, which is not nice. However, you have to wonder, um, never to be allowed married in. I mean, sadly, there have been many nations throughout history who have done far worse than this to the Jewish people. Um, they've killed us. They've tortured us. They've destroyed Beis HaMikdash. They've destroyed many um, facets of Jewish life. And we don't have such a rule. We don't even have such a rule for Mitzrim. Mitzrim enslaved us for 210 years. They killed our children. They, they did horrible things. It seems like what the Mitzrim did was worse than to not offer us uh, bread and water and to hire someone to curse us that was unsuccessful. Why are we um, so harsh towards Ammon and Moab never allowing them in? So there are many answers given to this. Just to name a few, um, Rachamim is such a critical trait. You know, one of the many Musars of this of these psukim, is that rachmi, mercy, is a critical trait for the Jewish people. The the Gemarian Yuvamos on Davai and Tesamud Beis says that there are three qualities that basically all Jews have. They're rachmanim, we are baishanim, and we're gomle chasadim. We are merciful, we are baishanim, which means we're modest, we're bashful, and um, we commit acts of chesed, and and rachmim is like a a critical trait. Um, The Medrash Rabbah points out that you could even think about it, the Jews didn't even need bread and water. What's the big deal? We had mun, we had a be'er, we had a well following us. We didn't even need it. So it was like they couldn't even act in a decent way towards us knowing that we didn't need it. Moshe Rabbeinu offered, we're going to buy, we'll pay extra price, we'll buy the food and water off you even though we don't need it. We just want to pass through. It'll be great for your economy. They still said no, right? They wouldn't let us. Um, Reb Chaim Vital in Shari Kedusha writes that uh, if you notice in the Torah, Midos, character traits are not mitzvos. Mitzvos are separate. They are, midos are basic determinants in the observance of mitzvos or in the disregard of mitzvos. And a person with bad midos actually is worse than a sinner, someone who does an avera. And we see this countless times with the avos and their spouses of like what quality, what qualities were looked for. Eliezer, when looking for someone as a mate for Yitzchak, he only looks for chesed, <clears throat> right? Even when she came from a family of Rishayim, he says, okay, if it's chesed, though, we can work with it. So countless answers about the power of chesed, about maybe what they did was so bad. But I wanted to share um, a different answer, one that I really haven't seen anywhere else. I heard it in a Parsha shir. Uh, many years ago, I used to live in uh, Queens, in Kew Garden Hills. And there was an amazing Parsha shir on Shabbos morning by Rabbi Noach Olbaum. He used to give um, unbelievable marmikomos, a Parsha shir before davening. Um, and I was there for Parsha's Kisese, and he said over this question, and he gave the following answer. He explained that a, a few things that we know to be true. One of the reasons why we refer to Avram Ivri is because he was Me'ever Layardin. He was on the other side of issues. And that is a trait that not just Avram had, but because Avram had it, 
it's embedded in our DNA. As Jews, that we still, to this day, we have the ability to be keneged. We have the ability to oppose um, another popular um, methodology, ideology, whatever it is. We have the ability to stand firm in our beliefs. And that's one of the reasons why the Misorah has lasted so long. Because Avram built into our DNA the ability to go against what everybody else is saying and to stay true to what we believe, which is our Misorah, which is Torah Misinai, which is believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So taking that and putting that aside for a second, he also explained that Rav Dessler in Mechtav Eliyahu introduced us all to a concept called Nekudas Habachira. Nekudas Habachira means a point of free will. And he explained that every single person has a point in his Avodas Hashem where he has to fight his Yetzirah. Other points, he doesn't have that struggle. The Yitzhara finds us exactly where we are at. Um, so if a person is struggling with kashris, that's their nekudas habachira. Once they live a lifestyle of kashris and they see that it's easy and simple and they can do it and they know what stores they have to go to and what restaurants they're allowed to and, and, they, don't, and they don't struggle with kashris anymore, that's no longer their point of Bechira. That's no longer their Nekudas HaBechira. It actually shifts to something else. Some people might be struggling with Minyan. And then they come up with a schedule of what works. And then once they're able to go to Minyan all the time, the Yetzirah doesn't bother us with Minyan anymore. Thank God there are so many things in my life that I used to struggle with, that I've resolved. And now the Yetzirah doesn't bother me on that. Baruch Hashem, the Yetzirah bothers me on many other stuff. But not that. That's what's called Nekudas Habakhir. You can imagine a person um, on a football field and every time they run five yards, that's where the line of scrimmage moves to. And that's our Yetzirah. The Yetzirah is the line of scrimmage and each time it tries to catch us when we're able, sometimes we go backwards, sadly, and sometimes we move forward, but the Yetzirah moves with us. That's something called Nekudas Habakhir. So taking those two ideas, one that Avram's traits are embedded in us. They are in our DNA. And this Nekudas Habakhir, let's go back to Ammon and Moab. One of the things that we know about Ammon and Moab is they actually have a pretty complicated origin story. We know that after Lot and his daughters were saved from Sodom, you know, the Malachim come and they tell them that Sodom is going to be overturned. And that's the famous instance where his wife turns back and turns into a pillar of salt. But Lot escapes with his daughters and they escape to the uh, mountains into a cave. And at this point, they don't know what's happening. Their entire life has been destroyed. Sodom was completely destroyed and they don't know if that is everyone and they are the last people, almost like Noah, or if there are more people there. But they are under the impression that this is it. They are the last human beings. And sadly, they have to make an impossible choice. His daughters, realizing that it is their responsibility to repopulate the world, um, and Lot probably also realizing what has to happen, Lot gets very drunk and he has a relationship with his daughters. And two um, nations emerge from this union. One is Ammon and one is Moab. So Ammon and Moab are directly from Lot. And one thing that we know about Lot, if Lot had to embody one character trait, one thing that he picked up from Avraham, it would be the mitzvah of Hachnasas Orchim. Lot is someone, I don't know how many people we can actually say this, Lot is someone who was Moser Nefesh. He risked his life just for the mitzvah of Hachnasas Orchim. These three random um, strangers show up. They, they end up being Malachim, but he doesn't know that. They show up to his house and there's a rule in Sodom that you're not allowed to have people. And he has people over to the point where the city is banging down his door to let these people come out, basically to kill them. And Lot is willing to be Moser Nefesh for the midst of Achnazas Orchim. So Achnazas Orchim is built into who Lot is as a person. And that was passed down to his generations as well. The same way 
that the trait of Avram Avinu was passed down to us, Ammon and Moab had that trait of Hachnasas Orchin passed down to them. And therefore, that was not their Nakudas Habachira. They did not have a Yetzahara in that area. That was not something that they struggled in. They were a very hospitable nation. And yet, they still wouldn't let the Jews in. They still wouldn't let the Jews in. And says Rabbi Olbaum, we can deal with the Yetzahara. Baruch Hashem, everybody has a Yetzahara. A person sins, they have a Yetzahara for it. We get that. We have tshuva. It makes sense. But to sin without the Yetzahara, just for the sake of it, just to be nasty, just to be mean, to go against something that is ingrained in who you are and to say, no, we're not going to let you pass, even though it benefits us, even though it would help everybody involved. And even though this isn't even something that we, ate, we have a Yetzahara in, this isn't, this isn't where our Nekudas Habakhira is. To still say that we can't go in, that we can't be in their land, says Rabbi Obam, they can't enter. They, they, they can't be part of the Jewish people. They don't know what it's like to be Jews, right? To be a Jew means to stumble. It means to fall. It means to have a Yetzirah, but it also means to be able to rise to the occasion and to help other people. And as we said, Rachamim is such a, 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 a critical trait. But apathy, someone who just doesn't care, not because they have a desire to do the opposite, but they just don't care, that's not something that we can deal with. So Amir Tzashem, as we... Um, as we enter, as we continue through the month of Elul, let's internalize this. Let's embrace what we have a Yetzirah for and work on it. That's our Nekudas Habakhira. That's exactly where our line of scrimmage is. That's what we should be working on. Let's embrace the fact that we have a Yetzirah and that we're working on ourselves and realize that if we don't have a Yetzirah for something, um, it's because we worked on it and it's because it's embedded in who we are and we can build off of that. And that could be something that we work on. And finally, rachamim, mercy, the trait of helping other people is so critical. It's so critical. It's who we are. It's embedded in our DNA. We must always look to see who around us needs our help, who around us needs to be um, a little bit more mercy, a little bit more care. And Amir Tashem, if we're able to do this, we're going to come to Rosh Hashanah um, after having a successful Elul and find that our tshuva and our tefillos were answered. Have a great Shabbos.